0: Why waste time? time. But it doesn't make any sense. Discovery
1: Houston, press to ATR. 3, 2, 1. What's
0: up, planet Earth? What's up, Quinn?
1: What's up, world?
0: How are we doing today?
1: Doing great, doing grand. And uh, you know what, today? are getting real honest with our friends. We
0: are getting honest with our friend. We're talking about one of our favorite subjects, the letter F, favorite failures.
1: Yes. <laughs> well, I think we want to just be as transparent and authentic about our own failures and how we kind of handle them and approach them mm-hmm. and and really you know us, we like to put a positive spin on everything, but truly like I wouldn't say celebrate failures, but I would say this Failures sometimes happen for a real reason.
0: We talk about them a lot because it's a natural process of entrepreneurship. It is. But we've never actually exposed actual, like, true, valid action on yeah. this podcast. It's very difficult if you try to think about how can we, like, really prove failure. Yeah. But we're going to, like, kind of embrace it to the fullest because failure needs to be embraced. Our favorite motto failure's in the bank do enough of them, eventually you're going to get a win. And it always seems, I, I've yet to have a situation where it doesn't work out like that.
1: Yeah. I'm totally with you. So today we're going to share one specific one. And really we just want to share this because like, this is, you know what, we all go through these failures and mm-hmm. they are big and small and somewhere in between, but how you handle them
0: is how you, yeah,
1: exactly how you perceive them and how you handle them really do, um, you know they can't affect what you do moving forward in the future and if you just see them for what they are which is just things that naturally occur no matter what if you're Mm -hmm. pushing yourself out of your comfort zone right Right. if you're actually doing something different
0: then you're gonna fail yeah but at the same time that's only you have to push yourself out of your comfort zone if you ever want to have a shot at winning
1: yeah exactly
0: and i mean let's start with episode one of our actual podcast yeah the number one question was, what the hell are we doing? Yeah, What are we doing? Why are we starting a podcast? And we believe that this was a, a thing that we felt really connected with a way for us to create content and potentially find greater opportunities that we explicitly stated on the podcast that could be other podcasts or could be completely unrelated to the podcast yes. as well. But we wanted to document the whole journey, similar to Life Out of the Box Part 1, where we blogged every single day. Yeah, We wanted to create a social venture. No idea what the product was going to be. No idea how we were going to make a positive impact. But we wanted to bring everyone along on that journey. And through this journey, we weren't just doing podcasts every day. And it was like, okay, we did a podcast, done for the day. Let's go toes up and hang out. Yeah, It was podcast, we got to do it, but our day is going to be absolutely filled with a million other things that we got to play with and look for opportunities. And we thought that this was an incredible opportunity that we were like, we got to do it. We'd be stupid yeah. not to.
1: Yeah. So I like, oh, I love that you're bringing it all the way back from the very beginning, like <laughs> in October 2020 when we actually started podcasting. Because podcasts, that was the form that we were consuming a lot of content, podcasts and audio books and whatnot, more so than anything else. So we definitely dove into that. But if you were listening kind of towards the beginning um, and even all the way through 2020, before we really started leaning into the digital realm that we are now all that we are now in um we were really embracing, exp- embracing. we were we were really um we were in the mode of searching right we were in, in we were in search of something of what what is it so we were talking about what what's going on in in business in finances in media in social media online what are all what's going on how is this evolving and we were talking a lot about you know how podcasts are evolving and how you know certain entities like Amazon and Spotify and Apple were acquiring different content creators. So it was like, wow, this is actually um, an interesting time. This podcast world is evolving. So maybe this is where we want to go.
0: A lot of people were getting a lot of money in October by being focusing on podcasts. Joe Rogan yeah. got like so much money to yeah. only post on Spotify. Yeah. Michelle Obama got a massive contract to have her own podcast. Yeah. And we just saw all these individuals being embraced by the platforms themselves rather than making their money primarily through advertisements.
1: Exactly. But I will say, you know, of course, the reason why we made this podcast was actually not to make money. I, I mean, I'll be full full, dis- full disclosure. The, motiv- yeah, the motivation was not to get a contract. It wasn't. It was honestly, we want to do an episode every day, hold ourselves accountable to doing this, One thing every single day for a full year. This is a promise to ourselves. And to actually, you know, just document. Yeah. A lot of discovery. Yeah.
0: We wanted to explore that in real time with each other and then share it with others that interested in learning. Exactly.
1: And so as we were seeking, we were also seeing a little opportunities come up here and there. And one in fact was I I can't remember if we actually talked about it back in the day or not. I think we did. Well we um we saw this opportunity. I think it was listening to the daily Mm -hmm. another podcast and it was one of their advertisements, which I usually always fast forward through the ads. We talked about how bad the ad model (laughs) in podcast was for a while. But um I listened to and it was uh basically a call to action from Amazon saying, Mm -hmm. Hey, um we're looking for Different voices, unique stories, different content for Audible, specifically. Yes. So Audible is is their um, they acquired it a while ago, but it's mm-hmm. their audiobook yeah. platform essentially. And initially, they, initially, and now they're kind of expanding that audio, the audible, the Audible platform, which people are paying to be on, right? Mm-hmm. Um, to actually expand the uh, library for them to be able to actually access quality podcasting content and so
0: exclusive exclusive to audible can't go yeah
1: can't can't be listened to anywhere else except for audible and you know the call to action the the website the description of it was really intriguing because it was it wasn't just a okay come up with this it was like you could be brand new have never done this before have no following it's okay we don't care we just want unique different voices right and then two if selected i think there was a little bit of money but the 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 coolest thing for us was that they would basically offer their team to help produce real high quality scripts, yep. audio engineering, what what do you need, we'll give it to you. Like just yeah. to make sure that this like happens to the quality that we're hoping that it can be.
0: Uh, as you all know, Amazon has a lot of resources yeah. beyond money. And we were we were I think I can't remember, was it was it 10 grand or was it less?
1: I don't know. It was something like it that. It
0: wasn't something that we were like, "Oh, that's that's awesome!" Like we were excited about it, but it wasn't that. Wasn't the main motivation. By far, the thing that got us so excited was, dude, if we get Audible support, whether they provide us with the studio or the skills that we could really produce the highest level qual- uh, quality of work, that could be a major stepping stone. To allow us to, you know, make significant progress forward on our entrepreneurial journey.
1: Exactly. But the, the thing in the back of both of our minds, I think, was that, again, podcasting wasn't the end goal. It was like, this was an experiment that we're playing with and something that we want to hold ourselves accountable to. Like, if you want to be a writer, you need to write every day, right? If mm-hmm. and, and for us, it was really about like also, you know, processing our thoughts and and the, the journey that we were on into the unknown of knowing, like not knowing a lot of where this path was going to lead, but that we were excited and we had to keep on pushing forward and reflecting on that has been super helpful for us. And we hope that it's been helpful for you just
0: mm-hmm. hearing,
1: you know, us kind of in, in discovery mode that it's okay to be in discovery mode sometimes. And for so this, sure.
0: it's, it's actually something that you should appreciate and embrace.
1: Absolutely. Especially, I mean, where you spend your time on is so important. So when we were in search mode, we were still trying to figure out what the path was. And podcasting was helping us a lot. Just kind of still bring was. that stuff. And still is. I mean, that's the that's the whole point. It's not about the money or anything like that. It, we really just wanted to, uh, you know, keep keep this up every single day. So... We thought, you know what? Let's do it. Let's come yes. up with a like something that's totally different. Yeah. Where it's not. It can't be conversational. It can't be an interview type podcast. This has to that be. Was a requirement. Yeah. This has to be like a story based, like high quality. Like you're listening to a movie kind of a thing or that, TV show.
0: That was the vibe we got. They gave maybe like five examples. Yeah. Some of them were weird. Yeah, they honesty. were super weird. <laughs> but others, we really felt as though I think one was focusing on you know life in Harlem and being in the back kitchen. It was really cool the way it was presented where you you can hear the pots and pans and the sizzle of the bacon. And you're really feeling as though you're experiencing that new culture on the ground. If you close your eyes and you just listen and it got us really, really kind of intrigued and excited about like, Ooh, what can we do that we could bring individuals along with us to expose them to a culture that maybe they're unfamiliar with that has really amazingly deep stories rooted within it yeah history History. i think History. history is a large part of what we were looking for yeah
1: like we love telling stories true stories true stories and stories that we were we had the opportunity to learn about that not a lot of people our age or even younger even know about right so our idea was to basically do a podcast about um the, the most epic stories we've ever heard about classic cars mm-hmm. and we titled it i mean because we wanted this to be relatively easy for us like something that we didn't have to do a bunch of research on that we already knew off the top of our heads yeah. right because we had to just kind of put it together the deadline was pretty soon this yeah. was like the end of the uh, the end of 2020 right right and so weird we, times yeah really weird times it's <laughs> so funny to reflect on it because yeah anyway so we uh we we kind of put together A little mini intro script, right? It was, uh, we had to have, it was like capped out at three minutes and you had to Mm -hmm. basically, you know, have a three minute intro of what is this Mm -hmm. to submit. And then you had to put together like a document with different questions and stuff like that too. So
0: to me, it was like, we got to put together a teaser. Yes. A teaser that gets the listener excited about, I want to hear more. Yeah, And from the other uh, examples that they provided, I definitely got the vibe. We need to make it feel as though if the listener is closing their eyes, they are right there in the real moment of this story coming together. Yeah. And the way that we kind of viewed this was it was going to be one episode was going to focus on one story, maybe eight to 10 episodes per season per se. And each story, so we had our big whiteboard that we talked about all the time. Yeah. We had all the episodes, like we just wrote down the coolest stories that we've ever heard in the car world and thought about who we know to verify certain things and how that could all come together and then we picked a few of those and we thought let's just give them a little bit of a mini mini trailer to help help set the vibe for the judges and the judges supposedly they were a few of them were quite big name authors yeah a lot of them were also just on the audible team sure they got like tens of thousands of submissions. Yeah, they did. They got a lot. And we put together our podcast trailer, which I'm very proud of the name. I don't know how it came together, but it was called Uncovering Cars. Yeah. You know, because cars get covered, especially classic cars. And this was us uncovering, kind of revealing the deeper meaning, the deeper stories behind some of the one, I mean, definitely one of one type vehicles that are so magical and mysterious that whether you're a car fan or not, this definitely is going to be an interesting story. And we felt that we had enough car stories that we could actually, you know, build something on this where we could do not just multiple episodes, but multiple seasons of yeah. uncovering cars. Put a lot of work into it. And we created this t- trailer teaser that I'm about to present. So this is the first time we wanted to present it, this all to you in real time as we were doing it. But I want you all to know we were told specifically by audible that they recommend that we don't post anything on our own podcast about this or make it public until we get the results the results have been given and now we can share it with you all
1: exactly So, so enjoy what's up friends it's the buttons i'm quinn
0: and i'm jonathan we are husband and wife trained researchers and lifelong car enthusiasts who have been working in the classic car industry for over a decade
1: since we were kids, we've been immersed and intrigued by the fantastic world of classic cars and the unbelievable stories behind them.
0: But now, the automobile is entering a new era and a monumental transition is occurring from combustion engines to electric,
1: from drivers to riders. And although this is a very exciting next phase for the automobile, its evolution stands on the shoulders of the giants that came before.
0: Welcome to our podcast, where we tell the stories of these giants from the past and uncover the mysteries about classic cars and their owners that continue to evade us today.
1: Travel with us around the world and back in time to discover the most epic and unbelievable tales as we investigate them together. This is Uncovering Cars.
0: The stories behind vintage automobiles are what got us hooked, but most of our friends don't share the same passion for older cars.
1: And that's when the light bulb flipped on. The idea was simple. If the lack of interest stems from limited exposure to these stories, then let's tell them ourselves in a way that will get our peers hooked too.
0: So we decided to create this podcast to bring these stories to life for a whole new generation to discover and enjoy.
1: Some of the mysteries we dive into have already been solved while others continue to still be investigated to this day, but each episode will take you away to unfamiliar worlds and moments of history.
0: Including the epic legend of an Indian Maharaja who tried to purchase a Rolls Royce from a dealership in England back in the 1930s.
1: When the royal prince asked about the price of one of the vehicles, the British salesman mocked him and stated that he couldn't afford it.
0: Understandably, this offended the Maharaja, so he purchased all of the Rolls Royce vehicles from the showroom floor.
1: Like a boss! and Then he shipped all of them back to India, chopped off their roofs, and converted each one into a garbage truck.
0: Now did this really happen? I mean, it sounds fictional.
1: I'm not sure, but I think it would be a really great one to investigate. Also there's the mystery of the missing Bugatti Atlantique.
0: What's that car?
1: That's one of the most highly sought after cars in the world. There were only four made, and one is still missing. That one's called L'Avatoire Noir, which is French for the black car.
0: Damn, I bet that's worth a lot of money. Yeah
1: it is. It's estimated to be worth over a hundred million dollars.
0: These are such great stories. I can't wait to share them all.
1: Me too. So consider this your official invitation to join us on a journey through sound into the fantastic and elusive universe of classic cars.
0: Buckle up. We promise this will be a ride you won't forget. So, what'd you think?
1: Interesting. I haven't listened to that in so long. I
0: know. It feels like it was... Well, it feels like it was years ago, but it really it was only a few months ago.
1: Yeah, it really was. And this was, it's really interesting to listen back to it for many reasons, but, you know, we were, we were at such a different phase. It's amazing yeah. how fast <laughs> things have changed, Especially if you're on your own path. Yeah, it really is. It's amazing. And I actually, you know, I'm happy that we are able to share that with our listeners now. Yeah. I mean, that was...
0: There's a lot of work put into that. There was.
1: Sure. And, and I mean, listening back to it, I'm like, oh, well, maybe I would change this or that. But actually, you know what? I wouldn't. It, and at the time, it was... And I hope that you guys, you know, kind of heard John. Shout out to John for the little, <laughs> you know, the, the, the like vibes in the background. You know, like the... Motor The engines. Maharaja, the motor engine, you know, like the... It just really, to me, those stories still can be told in a very interesting way. And mm-hmm. I do think that audio is a great way to do that because... I mean, how else are people going to care about these older cars, you know, in the next generation? But because the story is to us, that really is what brought us into the car car world, like made us actually appreciate it and like it so much. But, um, you know, especially as it is transitioning to a whole new, you know, realm with electric Mm -hmm. vehicles and autonomous cars and whatnot. To understand some of the stories that are so cool that aren't really talked about very often, um, I thought would be fun. But
0: I, I do think it is a great idea. And I still think it's a good idea, but it just wasn't meant to be.
1: Well, and that's the thing. So yeah, like I don't know if you guys—I don't know if we've explicitly said this—we well, we were title not accepted. Will. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we were not accepted into this cohort of Audible of Audible. But you know what? When we got that, we got it at a time where we were like completely consumed by Bitcoin and blockchain and just researching and understanding and leaning into the digital frontier that is happening.
0: Yeah. leaning into the future.
1: Leaning into the future, and we just we got that and we're like, you know what? That's fine. It's totally okay. Well,
0: first off, I want to say they, and I don't know if I'm just piecing this together just for my way of accepting failure, because that's what this episode's about. It's not showing you all our little application. Yeah. It's really embracing failure and us by sharing it with you. I'm not trying to hide it. I could, we could have easily never told anyone about this, but I'm very proud of what we've created. I'm very proud of that application we submitted it and they kept on delaying the acceptance. Yeah. And I was like, I wonder why, what's going on? We started to get frustrated. Like we had an alarm set of when they were supposed to let us know. that it was weeks after that date, weeks after. In my mind, and I don't know if you did the same thing, but I reconceptualized it as, oh, well. They're still considering us. Maybe, like, they eliminated the first group and the second group. Yeah. Did that happen? I don't know. But it makes me feel better about myself.
1: Yeah, that's true. I, I also, I mean, because we emailed them several times. Like, when when before Just, they yeah. had actually extended the deadline, it was obviously past it. And then they would send out a mass email eventually saying, okay, we need more time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at that point, the reason why I think we were so antsy is because, look, we were, we were starting to see opportunities and new paths right in front of us. Mm-hmm. And, like... The the question often is, well, which one should we take now? If we we were at that point where there were lots of of paths in front of us, and we didn't, we were pretty much convinced we were going to lean towards one or two of them. But if we did, we wouldn't have the time to do that. So time
0: was getting. It was clear that our time was limited. Exactly. More and,
1: more. and so we didn't want to miss out on the opportunity if it was there, but if we were not being communicated to that this was actually going to happen or not, we just needed an answer at that point. It was like, just mm-hmm. tell us wh- whether we did or not. And so I think that was part of the reason why when we received the um, the email saying that we weren't selected, we were just like, okay, finally, thank you. Now we can move mm-hmm. on. But at the same time, I I, I would be lying if I, if I said that it was all like, totally 100% fine. Of course, it's like a little bit of a hit. Well, you know? yeah,
0: I, I'm grateful that you're bringing this up because in all honesty, I I, honestly was, I disappointed a little bit, but I didn't really care that much. Yeah. I was, to me, I just honestly brushed off my shoulder very, very quickly. I was like, did we get it? Oh, no. All right, next thing, I'm already busy. Like yeah, it was totally. very quick for me. For you though, you were actually like, you were kind of pissed for a minute there and it, yeah. and it pushed us to like, oh, they're going to regret that. Like, I liked it. It yeah. kind of brought out a little feistiness out of you.
1: Yeah. Well, I think, you know, we just, we recorded recently the power of being underestimated. Mm. I feel like in a weird way, and maybe I'm just wired differently. Like really when some, when I feel be, I'm being underestimated and I have, I know for sure we put in, you know, the work or whatever. Yeah. Um. It's
0: something we're proud of. Yeah.
1: It does light a fire under me. You know, if someone doesn't think that I can, I'm going to do it, but not for them, really Mm -hmm. for, for me to show them, you know, but at the same time, I I mean, I was, it it was one of those things where, okay, we have to accept failure. We knew that this was going to happen. We're going to try a bunch of things and not everything's going to work. I mean, we don't want everything to work. We want certain things to, you know, if certain things work and others don't, that clearly ends up becoming your path in life. Right. And if I really reflect on it now was the goal to, do I want to just be someone who records a bunch of podcasts. Is that what I want to do? Well, no, definitely career. not. Like no. that's not what I want to do. It was almost like the opportunity of learning and, and engaging with the Audible team to really understand audio and engineering. And to me, I thought it was kind of a cool insight and experiment for us to see how audiobooks could maybe evolve mm-hmm. eventually, right? Like yeah. why, why is it that most audiobooks are just one person? Talking the whole time,
0: yeah, pretty monotone.
1: Well, it's a story; it's a book. We have the opportunity to actually insert some things there to actually make someone feel like viscerally, like right there, and immerse them into the story of the book, right? right. And so, to me, that was if I if I take away one of the things of that um, experiment, regardless of what was the outcome, that was an eye opening thing for us both. I think yes, definitely. Um, so if we ever do end up writing that book or the books that we've you know thought about in the future, how would we actually publish them in audio format. Right. Mm -hmm. I think that that is something we'll take on for a while into the future. Right. Absolutely. But if I'm now again, reflecting on this and I would love to hear your thoughts on this too, is Mm -hmm. I am really grateful for that failure now. Mm -hmm. I am so grateful because that, that would have taken away the time that I had, that we invested into instead Mm. into what I believe is actually the future and where I feel like this is where we should be. Like, I don't know if I would have, I mean, who knows? I can't predict what, what we would have felt when we were doing it, but you know, podcasting is not something that we want, um, to be like that. That's not the bread and butter, you know, of like Mm -hmm. what we're doing. I feel
0: it's a part of the path, you know, you're, if you're looking at it metaphorically, it's, you're riding in this Jeep called podcasting through the forest, but eventually you can't drive the Jeep any further. You got to get out of the Jeep and whether you're hopping into a helicopter or you're going by foot. Yeah. It's, it's a part of the journey. Yeah. And I think that this failure, if you want to view it that way, was eye-opening in recognizing, you know what? there's. This is a, this is a long-term game and we need to embrace the ride that we went on. Embrace mm-hmm. the application and embrace the fact that, you know, that's just one little failure in the bank. Because we got that, there's going to be a good one coming up. And there's a lot of beauty in failures, probably potentially more learning lessons from failures than wins, more yeah. to gain from failures than wins. And that application, not only was it, it, was a lot of fun. I learned so much about audio engineering and putting, putting you know, really trying to make people feel transported for yeah. a minute. But not only did we gain that, but it helped us feel more confident with the next steps that we took that got us to where we are right now, where our perception is leaning into the future. I mean, you just look at the transition of episode titles from January to, I mean, probably like October, November, December, it's like one, one focus. And then December, January, it's starting to change a little bit. And then January to February, now it's become really specific within these realms. And it's really identifying who we are, during those moments. And right now, who we are, it's just, it feels so right. It's pretty amazing how, when we figure it out, how we hit the gas really hard, yeah. go all the way in and leapfrog to the position that we aim to be in from when we made the decision, this is the realm we want to be a part of.
1: Absolutely. Does that make sense? Really was a well lot. said. No, I think it was really well said because the truth is, is when you're in that search mode, also called like the, the divergent mode, right? Where you're ser- searching for... What do I want to do, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of frustration. I'll be honest. I was very frustrated many days. Um, still happens, but not so much anymore. But, you know, and th- during that time, that is required for creativity. You have to, like, open your mind up. Like, what exactly, where do I really want to invest my time into? Right. And there were days where it was just like, dude, I just need something to focus on. I feel like I don't know. I'm not connecting with anything.
0: Was it lack of purpose?
1: It was a lack of purpose, but it was also, I wasn't really, like... I wasn't connected with it. Like there wasn't something where like this has the potential to really change stuff. Like Mm. you and I really aren't thinking like, Oh, well in five years, maybe, you know, like we'll make this amount of money. You know, it's like, I want to be involved in something that has the potential to really change the way that people live for the Mm. better. You know, like that's like a big vision, right? Yeah, Yeah, I get you. But, um, like you said perfectly, you know, as you start listening to the episodes, they start getting more and more refined and you're right. Like once we found it, once we found the path, the route, the road that we wanted to go on, we were going through a forest. There were so many different, there was no path. It was like you could go anywhere, right? Mm-hmm. And then we found it um, through trial and error and failures and, and like frustrations and good things and bad things and everything in between. Um, we hit the gas hard. And now, oh my gosh, I feel like transported in the last like few months, you know, and yeah. in a world where I am so happy and excited to be in, where I feel like I do f- I do find that I have purpose here and hmm. that we both have purpose here definitely, in a way that we maybe not, we, we might, might not know um, exactly how that's going to come to fruition, but that's okay. We're But I feel like we're in the right place finally. And I don't yeah. know if I would have felt that in the Amazon realm. Like I kind of would have
0: felt that or found
1: that. Ooh, found maybe. I, mean, I don't know. Well, I just think, you know, podcasting has been around for a really long time. I think there's still a lot of ways to like for it to evolve and, and whatnot, but it is being consolidated in a more mature phase of the business cycle and yeah, podcasting, right? That's where a good point. where institutions are consolidating and artists and all that stuff. And to there's me, that's a lot
0: of great opportunity. There's, within of it. course,
1: there yeah. is, but I'm not really interested in um, participating in the, in the maturing cycle mm. of something right yeah, now. Yeah, it's
0: interesting because I do feel as though we were leaning into the future when we first chose podcasting. Yeah, like this is this is an undervalued platform that is starting to pick up and let's get in the front lo- of that line. Yeah. But then the more we got into it, the more we we're like, Hey, wh- what's next? What's further? What's further? And we just kept on extending it to the realm that we're in right now. And I'm like, Holy crap. I didn't think we'd get to this point this quickly, but honestly that's what we did is we embraced that failure and said, you know what? Let's for you, it was like let this failure motivate you and push you to work that much harder to get where you want to go. Yeah. And for me, I was like, you know what? poop on them. No offense, (laughs) Audible, but I was just like, you know what? They don't even know. Let's just keep leaning into, let's go further into the future. Let's march on forward hard. And I think that we're going to go, I just always felt we're going to eventually get to a place that I can't even perceive the potential of right now. And if we just keep working hard, keep leaning into the future, it will click. And we've had a few moments that have been very like awesome and amazing but I honestly still feel we're just concerned. It's always yeah. day one.
1: It's always day one. i never forget that. And also, just finally, I think in, a, in an interesting way, this failure, as many failures have taught me, but this one specifically also made me realize, you know what, sometimes when you're not selected for something, it not, it's not necessarily has, it doesn't have to do with you. It has to do with mm. what they were looking for, right? Think about it. Good we point. take it so personally sometimes when some, when you're not selected for something, but there's a lot of reasons why that may be that are out of your control and yeah. that's something you just have to accept, right? That's a good point. Maybe Sorry like, I
0: said audible poop on you. No, I can <laughs> it's take fine. That back no,
1: it's okay. It's good. I mean, like maybe they were looking for something specific that we just didn't know, or maybe they've actually, they actually chose um, you know, other individuals with stories that really need to be told right now in you know, in different minorities or different places around the world. Yeah. And I'm grateful. I'm excited to see uh, like who actually got chosen. I don't even know who got chosen yet, but I'm assuming that they've chose stories intentionally where, yeah, maybe the, these old expensive cars in the history isn't like, it's not the timing for that not right the priority. now. There are other things. And I agree with that in society that need to be highlighted more and if they're giving the platform and a voice for that i think that's great too so
0: beautifully stated
1: i think you know wherever whatever happens it's important to not take it so personally especially if you know you did do hard work embrace the failure Embrace it, baby.
0: we shared it with you all we're grateful for you and we can't wait to talk to you all tomorrow
1: talk to you then Bye. bye